Blog Talk Radio. Dig it! Welcome to the Atomic Drop Show, live on Blog Talk Radio. Your number one source for wrestling news, interviews, and analysis. You better listen to this. Hey everybody, this is Sunny, the original diva of the WWE, and you're listening to the Atomic Drop Show. This is David Marquez of the National Wrestling Alliance. This is the Slash of the Slicer, the Dicer, the Ripper, the Shredder, the Love Taker, the Money Maker, the Honey Shaker. My name is Lauren Brooks, the passion of you for PNA Wrestling, and you are listening to the Atomic Drop Show. You can be part of the show by calling in at area code 646-915-9116. This is Evan McLeod from NWA New York. The one, the only, Milk Chocolate Willie Mac, a.k.a. Chocolate Caliente. Have you seen me at Lucha Ravoon? The Rock Superstar Chaos. This is Jesse Hernandez out here in California, brother. The hardcore homo angel. This is Jimmy Jacob, the father and the CEO of SMJ, myself, the hardcore enforcer in Mr. California, brother. I am the master of the might, the one, the only, mouth of the West, GQ money. Seamus. The Celtic warrior. Yeah. Tune in to the Atomic Drop Show, or you will be powerbombed by Sid Vicious. And now, here are your hosts, Justin Todd and Kyle Cruz. You little punk-ass Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the official one-year edition of the Atomic Drop Show on Blog Talk Radio. As always, for the past how many years I've been saying it, I am your handsome, colorful, oh-so-cheery host, Justin Time. And alongside me, all the way out in sunny California, where their governator just stepped down after seven years of reigning supreme, is my co-host, Kyle Cruz. Kyle, good evening to you. Good evening to you, too, Justin, and I uh, just I need to get a couple things out of the way. Number one, it has been way too long that we have been doing this show together, and uh, I cannot wait to get out. No, I'm just kidding. But on a serious note, though, seven years or however long it's been for the governator uh, being in charge of the, of the state of California, um, I think it is uh, time for change, and quite frankly, from here, it, it, it just can't get any worse. So go ahead, Jerry Brown. Go, Democrats. Love you guys. So what's up? No, just getting ready to go to work, believe it or not. Going to work. So I absolutely love how you can, you know, how you can get ready for work, yet take enough time out of your busy schedule to to uh, do the sign-on at the beginning of the show and then leave in like another two minutes. I love how you can just steal that away from me. Thank you very much. Appreciate I know. I, hey, I remember, if you remember, I broke... Kayfabe, about, I don't know, about almost almost about a year ago, around this time. Dude, can we break Kayfabe like every show? True, but this is more of a, this is true, but this is more of a personal Kayfabe. Okay, all right. All right, right. for those of you that need to have a refresh, I'm going to break character once again. I'm going to break Kayfabe. I know, put your hats on here. Uh, as many of you know, I have not been around as much for the past couple yeah, right. months. Uh, first one was due to, uh, illness, due to the bronchitis. Second too much day. Uh, I recommend no one ever gets bronchitis in their lifetime. Stay healthy, make sure you take your one-a-day vitamins and whatnot. All right, Hogan. Thank you, thank you. And, uh, the other reason why is that, as many of you already do know. I am uh, soon to be married in about 31 days. And so I'm trying to 
I'm trying to tie up all the loose ends before that time. And sadly, that is taking a lot of tolls on the show, so I do apologize to all of my fellow Justin Timers out there. Oh, God. All your fellow Justin Timers out there. Yeah. Yeah, all we, we got a, we got, I got quite a following of Justin Timers out there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All three of them. You, Father Time, and uh, either the future Mrs. Time, but the jury's still out on her. But I'm going to say that the third person is prob- probably the Cars. Probably him. So, oh, I, I love the Cars. Don't get me wrong here. I mean, well, him having been eye to eye. Yeah, that's true. That is true. See, hey. because, because if you want to go first off, I loved how Raw opened up. You get yourself at least three minutes of straight-up Michael Cole. If they start off every show in 2011 like that, it's going to be a good Raw. Okay, on that subject, while I'm not the biggest fan of Michael Cole in general, I did like the way that they uh, that they started off Raw last night. It was different. It was unique. It was different. And it was very, it, it uh, covered all your bases as quick as possible. Absolutely. So I, I actually wouldn't mind seeing the, uh, you know, seeing the, seeing them use that intro every week because uh, I like them. I, I think it's pretty good. I think it's all right. It, it was, it was different, and it showed that there was a situation with John Cena that we will get to, which happened last Tuesday when I was at SmackDown. Well, why even wait? Wait about. It. I mean, why don't we go ahead and discuss this? Of course, the the uh, big news of the week: John Cena at a house show or a live event, as they like to call it, injured against Wade Barrett. Uh, I think it was a, a show in Pennsylvania. I believe it was. But John Cena injured. Um, what do you make of this, dude? Uh, it shows that Wade Barrett is the complete competitor, like I told you about, the 2010 Breakout Star of the Year. By it shows you how John... dominant he is. <laughs> so, so, so by injuring a man, this virtual quote unquote rookie, is it, it, showing his dominance. That 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 that's what you consider dominance to be. Well, uh, you know how long he's been trying to plot to destroy John Cena. So when he finally did, it just took a lot longer because you know. John Cena's like Superman. See, but here's the thing, though. If he was not a rookie, if, if he was in the business for a long time, he would have, you know, saved it to, I don't know, when he was actually on TV. See, that's a rookie mistake. True, too, but why pay for something when you can get it live at a house show? means more. No, it'll mean more when it could be seen by millions of people and not on YouTube. Yeah. Hey, I'm through. They did show the YouTube video. Did they? Yeah. They showed the farewell video to John Cena. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. So, ha, 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 ha. Yeah, well, whatever. That is one own for the year 2010. I'm going to allow you two owns for the entire year, so I expect one now and then one on, on our very last show of 2011. So, very nice. Thank you. All right. Uh, All right. we actually, uh, going back to our show, should we announce what might be happening with the show? Um, why don't you go ahead and make that announcement since it is the first week of, uh, first week of January, and uh, things are going to change pretty soon here, so why don't you go ahead and uh, announce what may be going on? All right, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, as you know, it is our one-year anniversary on Blog Talk Radio. 
<clears throat> yep, yep, yep. True. What it do? What it do? Thank you. And because of that, we just happened to find out our our good close friend, our official uh, West Coast providers, uh, Mr. Degenerate John and Dee Dee over at Steel Cage Radio. Yep, yep. The number one, the number one authority in all independent wrestling out in the West Coast, had uh, alerted us that Log Talk Radio is going to be uh, cutting down on all of their show times. And sure, you're sure. probably wondering, how does that affect the Atomic Drop Show? Well, it does affect us, believe it or not. And because of that, uh, the ever-grateful and indebted Mr. Degenerate John has uh, graciously uh, given us a very, very nice option of uh, joining uh, his uh, his service, his provider, his his radio station, so to speak. That is yeah. absolutely correct. Yeah, um, the website radiodt.com. We've we've mentioned it uh, quite a lot over the past couple of weeks, and. Uh, you know, all of our shows are actually broadcasted on, on their server on RadioDDT.com, especially now as we speak. So, um, yeah, uh, we um, we're we're going to be we're, we're going to do the old uh, from uh, Spike TV flying back over to a uh, USA Network kind of thing here. We are going to be uh, jumping ship in about a few weeks. Yeah, so while we are celebrating the one-year anniversary of this show on Blog Talk Radio, we are also doing the countdown to being heard exclusively, exclusively on RadioDDT.com. So that's really not a bad position to be in. It's not, not a all. bad position, but we're still working on some of the kinks. And like how for all you callers to uh, call in to us, Mr. John is working around the clock frantically, to uh, figure out a way how to host the show via how we do it, because we really don't want to go back to uh, doing old Skype shows anymore. No, no, no. That, that, no, that, that was a bad time. <laughs> no, that was a pretty bad time. But yeah, uh, stay tuned, and we will have more announcements as the days and the weeks progress on that particular move. But... Dude, we have two callers on the line here, so uh, let's go ahead. Before we take our first caller, we have to give out our phone number, area code 646-915-9116. Once again, the number is area code 646-915-9116. And one thing that I want to get your opinion on just really, really quick before we take this first caller, because I know that uh, that you're going to be in and out, but one topic that I wanted wanted to get your uh, your thoughts on was what is the main difference between wrestling now, January 2011, and January 2010? I mean, of course, last year you had the whole, you know, TNA moving to Monday nights, and that move was supposed to happen January 3rd. So, you know, now TNA is back on Thursdays, and there's actually no buzz around that product right now. Uh, you know, what did you make? Like, why did TNA fall off so bad, and they are in a worse position now than they were a year ago? Uh, because it's TNA. <laughs> Further explanation, or is there no need? Okay, if you want to hear Gus and Tom the news report, here's what I think. I think they're trying to put on a stellar performance, but they're trying to do too much with what little time they have. Uh, they do not have, like, a Vince McMahon sitting there controlling the head booking like uh, like Vince does because we know Vince Russo likes to throw all these 
crazy, crazy, crazy ideas. And uh, if I can go off topic for a split second, I believe it or not, I had a uh, I had a Vince Russo dream. You got a Vince Russo dream? Yes, I, okay. I, I have not told you this. This is a legitimate legitimate dream I had. If you want to hear about it. Uh, I I do want to hear about it, and I'm sure our listeners do as well. What was your Vince Russo dream? Okay, this this is really, really, I don't know. What the hell did I have? I, had, I was drinking some of that uh, brand-new uh, Snapple's uh, red tea with uh, pomegranate and raspberry in it. Very delicious. But do not drink any before you go to sleep, let me tell you that, first off. It will give you whacked-out dreams. I was dreaming that. I was uh, I was at TNA talking to Vince Russo. Okay. And Vince Russo looked at me and said, I have the greatest idea for cross-brand ever. And I, he said, we're going to have, we're going to have uh, Power Rangers fight each other. Oh, God. And have Power yeah, Rangers fight each other. Mighty Morphin okay. Power Rangers, the Green Ranger, and he's going to somehow end up back in time to when TNA first started, and he's going to go back to try to save the franchise. Swear to God. And I sat there, and I said, that's the greatest idea ever. And then I woke up, and I said, why the fuck did I think of something that stupid? Are you sure that you're not related to Vince Russo in some way? Like, are you are you sure that your name isn't just, like, Justin Russo or something like that? Or, Justin or, Russo? Or, well, uh, yeah. Justin Russo uh, time, if you want to get technical. All right, fine. <sighs> Terrible. 2011 starts off with more randomness from my co-host. Isn't it good to have me back? More randomness you know in 11. Yes, more randomness in 11. You know... Did, didn't we used to have, like, catchphrases for, for, like, all of the years and such? Like, uh, there was one for uh, 2009. Yeah, and then there there was... Feeling fine in 09. Something like that. I don't even know if there was one for 2010, but still. Just random. 2010 and 2010. Whatever it is. We're in 2011 now, and the random shittiness continues from you, so that's cool. That's fine. Once again, folks, if you want to call us up, our number is area code 646-915-9116. Lots to talk about tonight. We got Raw happening last night to build towards the Royal Rumble, and uh, John Cena is out naturally. We have uh, seemingly a collision that is impending between Wade Barrett and CM Punk, who is firmly established as the new leader of Nexus. By the way, for the one caller that is on hold, we we had a caller drop off, unfortunately. But for the one caller that is on the line, if you want to talk, go ahead and press 1 at any time, and uh, we will let you, or, uh, that will let us know that you want to talk. Once again, press 1 on your phone so we can uh, know that you want to talk. But John Cena, injured by Wade Barrett. John Cena was, was not on the show last night. The main um, two subplots of the show were John Morrison going up against The Miz in the WWE title match and Nexus and uh, the feud between CM Punk and Wade Barrett. Got to ask you about this. Okay. 
the first match of the night, world title match, the Miz, John Morrison, uh, Morrison had a pretty strong showing, didn't you think? I do believe so. Uh, Morrison looks super strong in that, uh, in the first match of 2010. I hope that hopefully sets the bar up for uh, things to come in 2011 for John Morrison. Hopefully a very nice uh, title run with whatever title they decide to give him. Well, yeah, I mean, it could be an intercontinental title run for all of it. You know, I mean, since, you know... But it, I, I actually got to go, my friend. I will actually be calling back in in a couple minutes. Uh, see, see, naturally, naturally the co-host has to, has to come in for the first 16 minutes and then just has to make a less than graceful exit. No, I'm just kidding. Looking At least I'm calling back. Calling back. All, right, buddy. All, right, all right, cool, man. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, just in time, esteemed co-host, he will be calling back in in just a few minutes. Once again, if you want to call us up, then go ahead and do it. 646-915-9116. Look at the number is area code 646-915-9116 to call in. And, lo and behold, I think I know who this is. This right here, calling from 773 area code. You know who it is. It is Marvin Herbenstein from ProWrestling.net. Marv, how's it going, man? What's going on, man? Nothing much, man. How you doing? Doing good, man. For sure, man. So, what's on your mind? What's on? What's on your mind tonight, man? You you watching any uh, hoops or or, uh, or college football right now, or what? You know, flipping through both, uh, watching the Sugar Bowl, and then. Uh, Watching the Spurs and Knicks game, which is pretty good. Really? Spurs yeah, Knicks Knicks. yeah, I mean, yeah, mm, no, I, 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 no. Go ahead, buddy. Oh, no, no, no. I was saying, uh, I said this game is pretty good. Uh, 94-88, the Knicks are up. That's not bad. I know that, that, that the Spurs, they have the best record in the league right now, right? Yep. Yeah, and then Knicks, I know... They're doing all right. Do they still have the best record in the East, or am I wrong on that? Uh, who, uh, who? I'm talking about the Knicks. Knicks? No. Really? Who? Who that? Who does that belong to? Uh, I haven't checked. I haven't checked the standings. I think. I think maybe it's maybe Miami or the, or not Miami. Maybe uh, probably Boston most likely. Boston. Mm-hmm. More that Celtics. Anyway, anyway, um, yeah, man. So, what, what's going on as far as uh, the wrestling front, man? I mean, uh, I know Bill towards the Rumble continues and, the, and all that. I know you you uh, mostly cover SmackDown and everything like that. But uh, your thoughts on, on all that's going on right now? Mm, well, uh, the slow build to the Rumble, you know, it makes you know makes wrestling story storylines a little interesting now, but. I need, like, depending on what's going to happen tonight at the SmackDown tapings, I should have a good idea on how this show is going to go. I mean, they loaded it up this week because I'm guessing that these feuds will be blown off uh, Edge and Kane and uh, Rey Mysterio and uh, Alberto Del Rio. So, you know, if these matches go well and and, it, and hopefully they're all the blow-offs of the feuds, then they'll be great because, I mean, Del Rio and Rey is, is okay. That's fine with me. But Kane and Edge just really needs to end because, Kane involving in the main event is, is is not doing anything for me. I mean, the show has progressively done a little better the last couple of weeks, but it's still stale because of who's at the top of the card. Absolutely. I mean, the the one problem that that I would have 
with them blowing these seeds off now is because what we're we're three or so weeks out from the Royal Rumble, and you know if these seeds end, I mean you, you know hey if uh, if Rey Mysterio and uh, Alberto Del Rio they end their feud tonight, and that's fine. They can enter the Royal Rumble if Kane, you know, loses and he can go into the Rumble. But then where does that leave Edge in relation to getting himself another challenger? in a few weeks' time to defend at the pay-per-view. I mean, what happens there? Well, when when, when, you, when you look at it from that standpoint, I expect Edge to retain the belt, and I expect uh, Del Rio to go over Mysterio, and that can set up Del Rio um, for a world heavyweight title at uh, the Royal Rumble. And since the Rumble is based off the Rumble itself, I mean, you can have a throwaway world title match and then put the focus on at the Elimination Chamber. I think... If they set everything up correctly, this, well, this is important. This is my opinion. They should let Del Rio win the uh, either either uh, face Edge for the world title at the Rumble or have Del Rio win the Rumble and set up set up uh, set up their match at WrestleMania. Because I mean, after the Rumble, then you can start taking storylines within the WWE pretty um, pretty seriously because the Elimination Chamber. To me, it's just a throwaway pay-per-view, and I don't want to see any title changes occur at that pay-per-view because I believe you should have a long-winded title run going into WrestleMania as opposed to just winning the belt at the Elimination Chamber and then dropping it to someone at WrestleMania. So, just like The Miz, for example, I expect him to keep the belt through WrestleMania and then eventually drop it to whoever will face him, which is a la maybe John Cena or another babyface. You know, uh, on the on the uh, topic of John Cena, they tease that he might be at Raw next week. Um, what role do you see him playing? You know, either at the Royal Rumble or at WrestleMania. I mean, you know, we we heard that his injury isn't that serious, but you know, where does Cena factor in for the next two or three months as we head to uh, WrestleMania? Uh, it's it's I don't know. John John Cena alone is just a headache, and it just seems like whenever he gets injured, he just never stays the fuck down. So, like, so matter what, he's going to be involved in maybe the semi main event of Mania, and I don't know where you go. I don't know where you go with him if he. I mean, if you're going to have Cena versus Punk, I mean, yes, that's a nice little money matchup, but. I, I mean, if you want to give Punk some more credibility, I mean, Punk is already a credible main event, main eventer, which is no issue. But seeing Cena, seeing Punk do a job to Cena at WrestleMania is not gonna, it's not gonna uh, impress me at all. And like I said, the last time I called in Mania this year is probably gonna be the make or break, you know, deal. If I want to continue on supporting wrestling, I've been supporting wrestling for over. 20 years, well, let me correct myself, the support of WWE, WWF, WWE for 20 years now. And, you know, if, you know, you continue to put Cena over, it's you're gonna, they're going to lose a long-time viewer if this occurs. So if you want to make Punk look like a star in Mania, put on a nice little 10 to 15-minute match with him and Cena and have him go over Cena, man. Make, make people prove that Cena can actually, you know, do a job at the – biggest stage of the year in the WWE. I'm going to bring on uh, Justin Time, my co-host again, one, because he is a really, really big uh, CM Punk fan, and I want to uh, get his thoughts about uh, what you're saying, you know, uh, ha- have Punk go over at Mania and uh, have John Cena do a job, just Mania there. Yes, 
Yes, I am here. I'm live on location at my local Burn Dairy gas station. Always uh, be constantly journalist. Marv, how you doing? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year to you, man. I just want to say I uh, read your review at the SmackDown show uh, last week since I was there. It was a very good show. Mm-hmm. And uh, I want to let you know on a little bit of information there. Uh, believe it or not, those uh, holiday parties kits were were not shown at the live event. Are you serious? <laughs> I swear to God. I, cause me, me and my uh, father, Father Time, were there, and he looked at me and said, uh, they never showed any of the holiday parties kit on there. They just announced it but never did jack shit with it. Yeah, I mean, cause, I mean, of course, those things are usually pre-taped, you know, earlier or maybe the day before. And then I thought they used, at live shows, they usually show those things, you know, they'll kill time. So you guys just had straight wrestling and intermissions, no, nothing at all like that? Uh, no intermissions, no nothing like that. Well, pretty much the whole crowd was pretty much virtually hot for Mr. Dolph Ziggler because he came out for, like, every other match. So the crowd was just pretty much tired of him. Hmm. And pretty much, the, you probably already know this, was the go-home happy part was uh, Edge and Rey Mysterio and uh, Big Show just beating the piss out of him, and that's when the whole crowd went happy and nuts. Right. Because he was getting on everyone's nerves. He was even getting on mine, and I hardly ever watched SmackDown. And, and, for the, and you know, the opening segment which is dreadful because I even mentioned this in my report that Dolph is pretty weak on the mic. And I don't know and how to, I don't know how that opening segment came out to you live, but him and Vicky that that was I don't know I, could, I couldn't even describe the heat that was going on during that segment, but I know it, that it was, was terrible. The heat there for uh, Vicky was uh, was epic. I mean that place, even though it sounded like they t- kind of toned it down, that place went nuts horribly for her. I mean there was mm. so much heat I couldn't even even uh, I had to yelled to my father in order to uh, have him understand what I was saying, and we have really close seats up there, too. Oh, wow. But I don't know why they were doing any of that, but... but yeah, it just came off, yeah, it just came off real corny when he would just uh, describe describing the so-called storyline condition that she had of vertigo. What's that? Uh, vertigo. The little condition that they were talking about that she had for climbing up high places, but when Kofi showed that video about her climbing that ladder and knocking the uh, Intercontinental title down so uh, Dolph can just run off with it in the pay-per-view match. Yep, yep. That that pretty much had the crowd kind of hot, too. When they saw that, they started booing uh, pretty loudly about that, too. Mm-hmm. It was a very different feel there because the, the crowd there was pretty much hot virtually for the whole night. Granted, it was a majority of a whole bunch of uh, teeny bopper kids hanging around there. I figure, I, I figure so, and that and that's what kind of really makes the WWE live event, uh, live event experiences ten times as worse. I mean, I go from the Attitude Era to I would say before the PG Era began. I mean, you can get the adults and. You can act rowdy and do whatever the hell you want, but then now you have, like, kids surrounding you, and then you're just a random, a couple of adults like me and a couple of buddies may be there. We can't curse. You can't do this because you got parents saying, well, this is kids. Be more respectful. I hate shit like that. If I paid my hard-earned money like that, I'm going to do what the fuck I want. The only exactly. way you're going to get me out, the only way you're going to have to throw me out is you're going to get security to put me out and... 
I'm not abiding by nobody's rules. I'm not. You're not my parents, so I'm gonna do what the fuck I want. <laughs> That's clear. And also, a very interesting notice uh, when we walked into the when we walked into the Blue Cross Arena, uh, we were probably about halfway through there, and uh, security was taking away everyone's signs, saying that they had enough signs, and started throwing out everyone's signs that they had there. See and, and see and that's like I said, that's what makes the experience even because with now so with this PG junk now you have to really watch what you put on there. If it's something if it's something blasted like if you go to Raw, if it's something blasted Cena, they're taking that away. If you wear something CNA related, they're gonna give you a shirt or something to cover it up. At least it's a free probably. shirt. Uh, yeah, but it's probably usually some crappy ass WWE shirt that you you won't even dare to wear, you know, or something. But it's I don't know. There's too many restrictions at WWE events, and like I said, it just really kind of just it kills the momentum for me to go. Cause a couple, they actually had a house show in Chicago here a couple of weeks ago. Uh, the same week that they put that the Bears played the Jets, but it was a SmackDown house show, and my, me and my buddies had no interest in going because the car was pretty weak. So I mean, SmackDown as a brand is pretty weak now because it's the same main eventer, so you, you know, there's really no interest to go. Mm-hmm. Well, the only reason I wanted to go is because it's not often we actually go get, like, uh, house shows or any kind of shows up here. We Rochester typically gets a uh, house show or a live event pretty much, like, every uh, fourth quarter. You mm-hmm. can pretty much bank on it. it. If we do not, they do not come in, uh, sometimes very rarely do they come in July. If not, then they come in October, November, or December. You can bank on any of that because then you virtually know that they're coming. Mm-hmm. And they love throwing more SmackDown shows instead of Raw, which I can never understand that. But go well, it's, it's well, it's the complete opposite. Like in the Chicago area, they used to have more Raw than anything. They uh, they haven't had a live SmackDown in Chicago since 2008. Otherwise, it was always either Raws or pay-per-views, and it, I was shocked that they even had a house show because Chicago is one of their bigger markets, of course, so they don't have a lot of house shows. They would just have it in the surrounding areas like maybe Rockford or since Hammond is right, Hammond, Indiana is basically 15 minutes from me. Uh, they, like, they have a house show there but either this weekend or the following weekend. So they usually have house shows there, but in Chicago it's primarily either Raw or uh, or pay-per-views. But again, it was just a very bizarre because I I found it very bizarre how they threw uh, that uh, triple threat match as the main event because that kind of confused a whole bunch of people there too, including myself. Mm-hmm. That personally, I everyone knows that that should have been like the what's it the nine o'clock hour main event instead of the ten o'clock one. But yeah, comparing apples to oranges, I'm not in charge of booking. Yeah, but and, I mean, it kind of it kind of depends on how they're trying to fluctuate the ratings because not only with WWE but CNA, uh, they always notice they always notice like the second hour the ratings really start to dip depending on what's going on during the show, particularly TNA because it usually starts out hot, but then that second that second hour it just really starts to dip out. Therefore. You know, they always use to get that overall 1.1 rating that they can't really move up. And then with last week being the, you know, the end of the year, the the New Year weekend or whatnot, I expected I expected a, and saw that it was a ratings drop in both shows, particularly SmackDown because it only had a 1.4 rating this uh, week, which is their lowest rating since moving to Sci-Fi. 
But, yes, uh, going back to uh, Kyle's uh, statement there, I do believe this. I don't want to see CM Punk get buried by John Cena. I mean, that is pretty much would be the biggest dropout for CM Punk fans out there. Because I've been following him ever since he got to uh, WWE. And I've, I watched some of his independent career, and he had a very stellar independent career, too. But having him just job out to John Cena would probably be the worst thing that they can ever do as a company. And then the other thing with him, and with, oh, sorry, go ahead, go, go ahead, go ahead, Carl. Well, all I'm going to say, all I'm going to say is, yeah, CM Punk is very entertaining at what he does. He does a fantastic job as a heel. But, you know, I understand us being fans, we want to see our guys win. But he's a heel. And in the end, no matter how how much it may annoy us, heels are meant to be defeated. Heels are meant to be buried in a certain sense. The, the heroes to the masses, which in this case would be John Cena, these types of guys are designed to win. And he's supposed to go down on the biggest stage, uh, you know, in, in the business. So while I don't necessarily want to see CM Punk lose to John Cena, it makes sense because... You know, CM Punk is one of the biggest heels in the company, and John Cena is the biggest face of the company. So it makes sense for them if they were to go one-on-one against each other in a feud at WrestleMania. It would make sense for John Cena to win in a pretty convincing fashion. But yeah, but yeah, but I, I mean, I'll have to just I'm, I'll, I'll have to agree to disagree on it. It's just I'm, I'm focusing on fan base, and I'm not just just on myself. I just like fans, people that read my columns and send emails, and you know, even now I'm on Twitter now, by the way. So you know, I get tweets about everything that's going on. But and and, uh, and, and uh, just real quick, what is your Twitter? I want to uh, go ahead and, and, and get that plug out there. Where can people uh, yeah, follow you on Twitter? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter uh, at uh, Mr. Hermanstein. So it's all it's all together. So it's M R H E R H E R M E N S T Y N E. It's it's Mr. and my entire last name. All right, cool. Mr. Hermanstein. Sorry for nope. the man. Go ahead. No problem. But uh, but I'm just saying you have to. I know Cena is the biggest face, but you have to. What I'm worried about is the fan base. And not just myself, just long-time viewers and how much Cena is just dropped down on throws every week. Punk needs a key win at Mania just to make him as a credible main eventer. And then with him being the leader of Nexus right now, this this group cannot afford to look any more weak. I thought they I thought they were you know were really weak coming in before, uh, prior to Punk becoming the leader. And if they want to make this stable look pretty strong going into at least this first part of 2011, I need I think Punk needs to go over so they can make a look a little more not only for himself to look good but for the group as a whole to look well because him doing a job to Cena would just make the group just look even more weak than what it is because if he loses to Cena how how should we take the rest of the group seriously? All right, I have to I, 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 okay I have to agree on that one too. Not to interrupt. All right. Go ahead, buddy. I, okay. I'm going to say this as a complete and total mark. I am a Nexus mark. I love the group. And when I start seeing them get signs of weakness, when John Cena started taking them out one by one, it pretty much made that 
that group that destroyed the whole entire, quote, company, and then looked so completely weak when you have one man sit there and start taking them out one by one. I mean, how can you possibly do that when you're trying to, when you have people comparing you to the NWO? When you have comparisons to the NWO, you keep running with that. You do not have one man make them look weak at all by any cost. Yeah, because even like even like with the the main event that happened on Raw last night, and with Wade Barrett still trying to become the leader, I I even mentioned this in the forum when I was with the members on uh, ProWrestling.net that are they going to split Nexus up if they move Barrett to SmackDown and you have all these other guys that are, are on the shelf right now like Tarver and Sheffield and whatnot. Are they going to split these guys up and have a Nexus on SmackDown or are they going to or are they going to just do all this on Raw and then make it seem like, you know, NWO Hollywood and Wolfpack with just two pairs of Nexus? Hopefully I, hopefully we don't get that, but in a way, if they want if they want Barrett to be some kind of a leader and they want to get the rest of these guys involved, I can easily see that happening. And I don't want that to happen because it will really just start looking TNA-ish when you're starting to rehash old storylines and then plugging it in at the present moment. All right, but ladies and gentlemen, I gotta hit the road once more, but I will be calling back in hopefully about ten more minutes. All right, man. Marv, good talking to you. It's, I always enjoy talking to you whenever you get the second to call in. All right, no problem. All right, have a good New Year. All right, man. Bye. Once again, Justin Tom joining us for a few minutes. Um, Marvin, I I gotta. I mean, you know, I understand where you're coming from as it relates to punk and Nexus. Trust me, I really, really do understand because I do like punk and I am a big fan of Nexus. And I do think that they have looked weak in the past, you know, few months. Um, So let's say that CM Punk and Nexus are kept strong. Highly unlikely, but if they are kept kept strong un- until WrestleMania, and if they're kept strong, if they are the dominant force that they quite frankly should be at this point, if, if they are kept strong from now up until then, yet CM Punk loses in a competitive back and forth, you know, 10, 15, possibly 20 minute match at WrestleMania, does that in a, in a sense bury CM Punk, or would it would it just be, oh, just one more, or just a loss, but the group and CM Punk still remain strong? Mm. Uh, um, it's it's a toss. It's a toss up here to me. Because I don't know. This is this is the way. This is, I'm just so suspect about the booking. I kind of it's a toss yeah. up when it comes to this. The booking is just very suspect. I, I, like I said, all I want. Is punk to get one key win over you know your biggest face. If if Cena's not going to be involved in the main event anyway, and he's going to be in the middle of what like maybe a little beyond the middle of the card, then yeah, we need to see we need to see we need to prove that Cena can be defeated on the, like the biggest stage, you know the WWE's biggest stage of the year because like I said, but that's the thing though. But 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 that's the thing. I mean, look. You want on your biggest stage of the uh, you know uh, of the company. You want the team, or I'm I'm, I'm sorry. You 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 want uh, your biggest face to you know to prevail. I mean, I, okay. 
would it make any difference if, say, if there are three matches? If John Cena ends up facing CM Punk at the Royal Rumble, and, and then once again at the Elimination Chamber, and Punk beats John Cena both of those times, yet John Cena will come back at WrestleMania and beats CM Punk, would that be a burial of Punk? I mean, I, I mean, I, I'm trying to find any sort of common ground that we can come to because, you know, I, I, there are just some cases where it doesn't make good sense to have your biggest face of the company lose at WrestleMania. And um, I'm saying it's um, not as a John Cena fan. And I mean, I mean, WrestleMania should should be the setup to the rubber match. So if you want to have Punk get the first win at the Rumble, and then you could have Cena win at the Elimination Chamber. I mean, get people excited for the rubber match that will happen at Mania. And what WWE is doing, and if, and what they're failing to do, and they're losing like the the adult fan base, is that they're worried about what the kids have to do. Cena should be treated like Jericho. Him doing the job should not hurt his credibility. When you look at Chris Jericho, if Chris Jericho is doing a job to a mid-carder, he's untouchable. There's there's nothing, you know, there's nothing, you know, you can't say Jericho was weak because he did a job. You know, make people prove that Cena can be beaten on a big stage. Just don't have, just don't let him have swap wins and then because we're worried about what the kids have to say, let Cena just win because if, if Cena wins at WrestleMania, I'm telling you, I, I, I'm just done with WWE. I can't. I, I, I just. I'm tired of seeing John Cena go over at WrestleMania. If the belt's not involved, if he's if he's going for the belt, or is he in a, if he's in a no a, a situation that he's not wrestling for a belt. I'm just saying because because people people grown adults who still watch this product, long time viewers of this product. They're at a boiling point like myself, and they're going to worry about – if I was WWE, I would worry about ratings because they don't have Monday Night Football to contend with now anymore. It's all – it's them and all the other stuff that comes on the table. If you keep constantly seeing Cena become a super Cena, people are going to shit all over this product, and no one's going to care anymore. John Cena is not the WWE. He's the WWE when according to kids – but to grown-ass adults who watches this product, such as ourselves, we're tired of him seeing going over on big stages. And, and I, I, trust me, from a fan's perspective, I I hear you, and I agree 100%. I am not a John Cena fan. I don't like John Cena winning every single match at WrestleMania. In fact, uh, is he, like, undefeated at WrestleMania? I, I don't know if he is or not, but it certainly seems like it. Um, but I'm yeah I'm 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 tired of seeing him win at WrestleMania every year. Trust me, I I, I am I understand. Business wise, they are not going to ruin, not ruin, but they're not going to jeopardize or you know put Cena in a position where you know he might not be seen as the top guy, not be seen as, you know, as invincible, which is what they market him to kids as. And unfortunately, to people that are our age, that is a demographic that they're going for, and that's really all that they care about. And yeah, it sucks. 
I mean, there are a lot of weeks where where I say, man, I'm 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 done with this crap. Like, I don't want to watch this anymore because it's not entertaining to me. And John Cena is on top every single week, and I'm sick of it. I understand that, but they don't care about this demographic anymore. And so, I think that until John Cena quits selling as much merchandise as he does, as long as he keeps producing, you know, ratings in the segments that that he's in, if he continues to to draw, despite the decline that they're on, if he continues to produce buy rates, they're not going to even touch John Cena and put put him in a position that is lower on the card and not have him win. Um, because. But you well, what I'm trying to say is you can't have all these baby faces go over at Mania. You know Triple H is going to be back. You know he's going to go over. They're going to, if they get Taker back, you know he's going to go over. Cena going over. One of, one of, these, guys, one of these guys have to lose. You can, I mean, and I think Cena has to be the one to lose. I mean, I mean, they're, 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 they're going to – they're gonna bury, they're gonna bury Orton at Mania anyway because they're gonna bury him in order. I expect that he's gonna he's gonna job to whoever he wrestles at Mania. But one of these other guys gonna have to gonna also have to do a job because I cannot see Triple H, Taker, and Cena going over at Mania. Otherwise, this show is really useless to work because you could just pretty much predict that no top heels will win at Mania, and that's not gonna be worth the waste of my time flying down there. Buying a ticket and sitting there for four hours and and you know spending the entire weekend just to see they all baby faces go over. One of these guys have to lose. And if you want to make a star at WrestleMania, I suggest Cena does a job. There's just no getting around this shit because if they want to, if they they're gonna be the kids are gonna go home seem happy anyway because they're gonna see all these baby faces go over. Why not have Cena do a job just to shock the world so you can make you know, WrestleMania, you know, memorable, like, oh, my God, John Cena lost a match out of WrestleMania. And, you know, just get everybody stirring and get the make the product fresh because it becomes undoubtedly stale again if all these baby faces go over, particularly Cena. Like I said, I, I, I agree with you from a fan standpoint. I just 100%. Um, I, hey, you never know. You know, we we still aren't sure what direction they are going to go at WrestleMania. It might be Cena versus Punk. It might be Cena versus Miz. You never know. Cena might be. I don't know. We 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 don't know what's going to happen. Um, I, I, we'll have to wait and see. But dude, uh, one more question because we have one more call to get to. But this time last year, January fourth, two thousand and ten. The wrestling world was buzzing because of TNA moving to Monday night, and it was supposed to be the Monday Night Wars and all that kind of crap. Uh, now, 2011, January, you know, the Royal Rumble, that build, you know, it, that build is here, and, 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 and they're doing all that they can to uh, build up to that show and WrestleMania. But besides that, uh, you know, what is the main difference or, you know, what is the big what do you think um, has TNA in a weaker spot now than they were one year ago? 
there's 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 I mean, with one year eclipse and there's nothing has really changed. I mean, you still have all these guys that you spent a shitload of money on and you're still bringing in the same rating every week. This does nothing to change the product. Your ratings were just buried because WWE is pretty much just squashed you like a bug. There's nothing really changed about TNA. I mean, if they, they they haven't gained they haven't gained that much of an audience, and the Monday Night Wars Part Two was just a bust. It it, it I won't say the company got weaker, but it does. I would. In 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 a little not essentially weak like no one really cares about it but they're still attracting the same well, nobody audience. Ever did, so you know what I'm saying. <laughs> but I mean, what the only thing I could probably say got weaker was probably like you know the difference within the knockouts division or whatnot because the knockouts you know that was must see TV when it came to TNA but now it's kind of just eh. I mean, you got Sarah, yeah. The the additions that they lost from you know, last year, they lost Gail Kim. Awesome Kong now with WWE. The knockouts division is, I won't say it's forgettable like the Divas, because I know they're trying to make the Divas division a little more relevant, you know, particularly on SmackDown, which is, you know, a plus for me because I cover the show primarily. But the knockouts division in TNA has really, it, it now yeah, they lost Taylor Wild left, so. Yeah, it's really gotten weak, and, you know, pushing Sarita does nothing for me on that end, and having Winter or Katie Lee, however you want to refer her as, really does nothing for me when it comes to the knockouts division. The X division has pretty much it's been up and down, but primarily more down. So when you see guys like Azarian cutting crappy-ass promos like he did the last couple of weeks, it eh, does nothing for me. Robbie E. The, the whole Jersey Shore gimmick, I mean, that's that's Zack Ryder light, if you oh, ask me. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you know. It's <laughs> pumping. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's not good. That, that, you know, the best part about that Robbie E. Shore gimmick is Taz going, oh, 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 every single time that he has a, that, that he has a fist bump. But other than that, it's nothing redeemable about that character. There are very few things redeemable about the TNA product at this particular point. Um, uh, but, yeah, uh, there's very little interest in uh, this product besides the same, you know, 1.0, 1.1 that they draw every single week. But, Marv, I, we've been online for a long time, and I have actually a couple of callers to get to now. Uh, just before you go, um, what's going on? What sort of stuff are you doing over at ProWrestling.net every week? Oh uh, well, I, like I still primarily cover the SmackDown brand. Uh, we have um, Chris Short is doing a little more work with the site now. He's uh, covering ROH. Uh, he still takes care of superstars, and then he also does SmackDown with me. He does uh, audio. We uh, sometimes do uh, double audio on, over on uh, ProWrestling.net. You come up and sign up, sign up to be a member. It's only cheap as five dollars and fifty cents per month uh, to become a member. You can take a part of the forum. Uh, since I've moved back to Chicago, I'm a little more into the forum now, uh, talking and discussing numerous topics, you know, about the Rumble buildup, and everyone usually uh, reviews the, um, the shows Raw, Smack, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, which uh probably getting ready to uh, go on the forum and discuss with the members in a few and whatnot. So take the time to go to ProWrestling.net, you know, only 550 a month. 
come chat with me over there. You can follow me on Twitter again at M-R-H-E-R-M-A-N-S-T-Y-N-E, or you can follow me, follow me on, you can find me on Facebook at that same address. Cool. Marvin, thanks a lot, man. Love to do this again soon, dude. Uh, always a pleasure talking to you, man. All right, no problem, man. Cool. Talk to you later. Yep. Marvin Herbert signed from ProWrestling.net. Let's go once again. Go to ProWrestling.net. Check out his SmackDown coverage and all that they do over there. Jason Powell, Chris Shore, all the guys there do a fantastic job. Once again, ProWrestling.net. And now for the man who's been on the line for quite a long time. I hope he's ready because here is his music. Let's go. Are you there, buddy? What's happening, dude? Nothing much, man. What's going on, man? Oh, nothing, man. I think it was a good week in wrestling. You think, think it was a good week in wrestling? Well, well, well. I mean, you want to talk about the past week? This time last week, you you were you were on TV for NXT and for uh, SmackDown. Uh, how was that that experience, man? How was it for you? It was it was definitely. It was definitely priceless, that's for sure. Priceless. Now I saw I saw that picture that you got with with with, uh, with Edge, man. I just how was it, man? I mean, you know, front row, dude. It it, uh, it had to be a crazy experience down there. Yeah, I mean, definitely out of the forty, I've I been mean, I've been to over forty plus live shows in my lifetime, and definitely the first time I was uh, not only ringside but front row, camera angle. So it was definitely experience. Uh, I enjoyed it. Uh, I enjoyed uh, yelling at Vicky Guerrero, the sloppy the, the sloppy cougar that she is. Oh gosh, <laughs> she's not that great. Um, now, now one thing that I noticed immediately: no atomic drop show sign, no, 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 no atomic drop, you know, t-shirts or anything like that. Uh, what gives it that? Yeah, I, I really have no comment on that. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you want to take over the show a couple weeks ago, and, and then you don't want to show any sort of uh, love to the show on TV. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. I've, I've I've already moved on. I'm happy with my part-time gig. Fantastic. All right. So uh, aside from that, what's happening what now is 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 the is now a couple rumors that I want to <clears throat> clarify with you. Now, are they are they eventually going to get rid of the branding? I mean, I'm hearing that. It's gonna be all one show, or is this just? Am, am I, was I having a dream? Well, they normally do this um, before WrestleMania, anyway. But apparently, apparently, uh, they are going to soften the brand split. Raw guys are gonna show up on SmackDown. SmackDown guys are gonna show up on Raw. As evidenced by Alberto Del Rio on Raw last night. Um, I haven't heard of anything long term splitting the brands, but for the time being, it looks like. Uh, there will be cross promotion and, uh, and and guys on uh, on the opposite brand. So um, yeah, that's that's all I know right now. Yeah, I mean, I just I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna keep on saying the same thing. Like they really have brought a lot of good product to the table. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I I I enjoyed I enjoyed front row. I think I I think I got it at, at a really good time. 
uh, I mean, I was upset that I didn't have any Santino come out, but, uh, you know, I mean, I'm still really happy with Alberto Del Rio. I think he, I, th- I think his, he, he, he is, I, I would say equivalent in, in, in such a different way. He's so equivalent to like, I think to the Miz, as far as being strong on the mic, I think he, he sells his, his character so well that, like you really, you know, he just with everything and not not just his facial, like everything. He just he just sells, he portrays that character so well, and I think I, I think everyone, I think the show, I think the shows have identified themselves, and the storylines have identified themselves where it's 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 a constant storyline after storyline after storyline that that really keeps you tuned in. You know what I mean, uh, and. Uh, it's, you know, I, I just think they're continuing to do well. And, you know, for the part of TNA that I actually saw this week, which, you know, I put TNA, I got to, I got to watch it four with three. I got to, I got they, they got to at least do something good two weeks in a row for me to even compliment them. So if they can pull something decent off this week, I'm, you know, I might have to say something good about TNA, but, you know, not to say that it was anything to brag about, but it wasn't anything, I don't, I don't think it was anything to complain about either, you know? You know, it's crazy because the uh, past couple of weeks I've uh, talked to you, you haven't had anything too scathing to say about TNA, but one man who is always uh, scathing towards TNA is the same man who was in the same building as you last week uh, at SmackDown and NXT, that being my co-host, Justin Time. Justin, buddy, are you there right now? I am here, and I'm live at location at my place of employment right now. There you go. Right Right now you're on the line with Jimmy V. Mr. Z, how are you doing t- this evening? How are you? So, like, we're, we're like, were we like the last people to enter the arena last last week, or what? Uh yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, the place was definitely already jamming by the time we even walked in. So, but it was just uh, right. one of those. It was one of those things where, like, okay, we're getting closer. Oh, it gets closer. It gets closer, and the next thing you know, you're hanging over the railing. Well, that's why I decided I was texting you throughout the course of the night, and I kept saying the lights are going down, the place is filling up. Where are you? Yeah, right. Well, I was a dinosaur eating my face off. Uh, dinosaur <laughs> barbecue number one uh, barbecue joint in all of Rochester. Fantastic oh, yeah. barbecue over there. Well, I, 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 I Mr. Cruz. You can almost even say that the best barbecue in New York State because you know they cover Rochester, Syracuse, and Harlem. So I, I, I think they pretty much cover it all. I think so. Yeah. You know, uh but uh you know I mean and then my my other my other clarification I don't know if you guys talked about this at all was um what is what is the internet stirring up about Brock Lesnar? I mean uh I don't think this guy even wants to be at WrestleMania to be honest with you. I I don't think he wants a full-time schedule. Um I think as we're less than a minute remaining in the show. I don't think he wants a full uh, time schedule with the Fed, but I I think that he wants to uh, uh, he wants to get a deal done where he comes in one time one time appearance and WrestleMania for two or three million dollars, get paid, and uh, and then that's it. I I I think Brock is perfectly fine with getting you know or working a uh, worked match and getting paid a lot of money, quite frankly, more money than uh, than he would if he remained in UFC. So, um, but, but, yeah, Jimmy, hold on a second. 
Justin, hold on, hold on a second as well because we are down to the last 15 seconds here. Dakaris, I know you're on the line. Hold on a second. We will get you in the after party. This is it. The first edition of 2011. Woohoo! 10 seconds remaining. Justin, any last words? Uh, it's going to be a big year for 2011 for the Atomic Craft Show. For sure. For Justin, I'm Kyle. We'll see you next week. See you. All right, folks, we are now in... In the official the, uh, After Hours party. Absolutely. Jimmy, are you still there? Oh, yeah. All right. So, yeah, I mean, you know... Uh, wow. Um, well, Brock, Brock, Lesner, isn't, Brock isn't talking, that's for sure. Well, I don't think he he wants... He doesn't want to. I, I mean, why would he? I mean, he's going to tip his hand... Uh, about what he's going to do, and that way he won't have any leverage with UFC or the WWE. So, well, I think Dana, it's smart. Dana, well, 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 Dana White has represented him by saying it's not happening. Both Dana White and uh, uh, owners of the US, UFC, uh, Lorenzo Fertitta, all you know, they both say that he's not going to, to compete. I honestly think that this whole thing is being blown way out of proportion. Um, honestly, I do. But, uh, yeah, um, I don't see it happening. I really, really don't. I don't see Brock coming in for, for Mania. Um, I think Brock is going to have one more fight, and then from, from there, I don't, I don't know. Um, He'll go back to maybe. the Vikings. I mean, because they know yeah, he, I mean, it says I mean, it says right over here that, um, he can't leave UFC. He's under contract. I mean, uh, he can't fake fight for WWE. It says, and uh, or the reporter said he can't fake fight for WWE. And then and then White says no. Uh, then the the reporter uh, inquired that what about a special appearance? And uh, Dana White said uh, goes uh, row three, seat sixteen, dial two. Uh, sounds good to me. Uh, White jokes. You know what I mean? So. Um, you know, I don't know. All right, look, he, he, here is what I'll say about that, too, okay? Um, yeah, Dana White right now is saying, you know, what he's saying to appease, yeah, both the owners of USC and MMA fans everywhere. But Dana White is not a person to turn down, you know, an offer. If Vince McMahon goes to Rock Lesnar, goes to, uh, to, to Dana White and said, hey, look, I'm going to pay Brock $3 million. I'm going to slide you and the UFC a, a cool million. There is no way Dana is going to let that offer pass. I don't think he's going to let that offer slide. I think Dana White says, all right, hey, as long as Brock is in a position where, you know, he he's not necessarily in a match, but say if he's a special enforcer or like a special referee, I'll let him do it. Okay, I think a deal could be made either way to get Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Do I think it'll happen? No, but I don't. I don't necessarily dismiss it as quick as a lot of people do. Well, I mean, cause, I mean, cause I, I think, I think that, I mean, I, I think the, uh, you know, I don't know, I don't know. I, I think if Vince said it his way, it'd be Brock versus Undertaker at WrestleMania. Yeah, that, that's. Obviously, the dream scenario here. Um, I I don't know, um, you know, because even Taker is still injured right now, so I don't even know 
what his status is for the event right now. Um, you, you never know. We will see WrestleMania take shape in the next couple of weeks and months, especially uh, once the Royal Rumble is over. We'll have a kind of a, a better, firmer idea of where they're gonna of where they're gonna go. But Justin, oh, yeah. you're still there. Oh, yeah. I'm still here. Your thoughts on Brock Lesnar or, or anything else? Uh, nope. <laughs> Always the loquacious just in time. Uh, guys, want to get your opinions on this? Really, the kick since I forgot to bring it up in uh in the uh, first hour of the show. They're bringing back Tough Enough, and that's going to debut. Uh, oh, oh, you mean NXT point two point oh? You know, technically NXT was Tough Enough two point oh. True enough, but since they brought it back, so we're going with what's current right now. And, and you know what? It's actually literal because NXT is on WWE.com right now. But in any event, um, tough enough coming back. Um, do you guys care at all? I mean, I think tough enough is going to be. And I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that they're going to have it as the old, the the old tough enough. Uh, you know, it's going to be more like recorded. It's not going to be live every week, I don't think. I mean, wouldn't you think it's like going to be recorded and, and more kind of like a like a real world uh, type reality show? I mean, I don't I don't really know how they're going about this. So I don't. I mean, what how are they doing it? As long as they bring back El Snow, I don't care. You know, as well, El Snow. <laughs> Justin, can you please repeat yourself and uh, that stupid and that stupid uh, remark that you just made? What about El Snow? I, I didn't. I didn't get that part. I said, as long as they bring back El Snow, I'll watch the show. Isn't he? Is, is he done with TNA? No, I he am. is still an agent with TNA, I believe. Lame. As far as I know, as far as I know, um, according to the story that ran in the New York Times, I believe it was, apparently uh, these. These uh, aspiring superstars will live in a house out here in Los Angeles. So, just based on that, I would assume that this is going to be, you know, taped, and it's not going to be uh, uh, live in the arena. It's going to be more of a quote-unquote reality series where it is, you know, life in the house and life doing the training and, and all that. So they, so, so, so. so so they're going to take guys who are, you know, either have no experience or have very little experience on the national scene. So uh, it will be more reminiscent to the first, like, four tough enough as opposed to the uh, uh, to NXT. Yeah. So then, so then, yeah. So then, my uh, so then my uh, my thoughts were were correct on that one. Um, no, I I, th- I think bringing tough enough that is a good idea. Um, I mean, I'm looking forward to, you know, to seeing. The, you know, like I said, I just feel that with all this talent, and they're actually doing something with all this talent. I just really feel like you know they got something up their sleeve, and it just every week <laughs> they just they, they don't they they don't. Let's put it this way, not that not it's not that I'm so much impressed every week. It's more like I'm. It's not, it's more that I'm not dissatisfied or not like, well that was boring, you know what I mean? Like, and then a buddy of mine, you know, in Rochester that wrestled for uh, NEW, 
you know, every time they come locally, he gets called up. And he got called up for Raw in Albany and, and SmackDown in Rochester. I mean, they didn't put him on TV or anything, but uh, and, but they they bring him in, and <clears throat> the uh, FCW champion uh, kind of roughed him up a little bit in the ring in front of some, you know, some, some you know, some some higher ups, some, some office people, and he was just telling me how how massive this man is. Uh, I forgot what his name was though. What, what, what do you know? Do you know? Do you know what the FCW champion's name is? Madison something. I'm not sure actually. I need to look that up. I I, I I'm not sure. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. all the time. So I I know. I know that I know that he. I know that he. I well, I get the name for you right now. I know that he um he had a dark match last night before Raw against uh Primo. And I guess he roughed him up too. Uh let's see here. Let's see, uh, yeah, I'm trying to find this out myself actually. Let's see. So. I, I I mean I do like how CM Punk pretty much just basically punked uh, uh, Barrett last night. That was a pretty awesome. I mean not not to say that I didn't see that happening, but you know you basically tell you basically tell him uh, you know you basically tell him if you lose you're out, and then why would you be why would you go help him? You're gonna obviously make sure that he's not uh, not gonna make it. It's true. That's very very true. So I think, um, so yeah, I guess this guy is pretty massive, and I mean, I guess they're going to bring him in without any type of, uh, you know, NXT help or anything like that. I think they're just going to, uh, I think they're just going to start putting him on TV. Uh, let's see over here. I wonder if Alberto Del Rio was uh, the FCW champion before they brought him in. Uh, Ma- uh, Mason Ryan. Yeah, Mason, Mason Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Mason Ryan. And I guess this guy is like Kyle Cruz, the number one authority in all pro wrestling, right here. Oh, oh boy, here we go. Did you know this? Did you know this? Actually, it's true. Oh, you didn't boy. even you didn't even know who the freaking FCW champion was. Okay, all right, guys. All right, all right, guys. Easy killers. I give you all these props and whatnot and be like this number one great, you know, wrestling authority god, if I can even steal that line. And yet you don't okay. even know who the champion is? I don't even know who it is. So I come I come up to you. I look for guidance from you, and you can't even help produce. Right. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. All right? I'm in California, right? You know, Florida is closer to New York than it is to California. In fact... You want to talk about Florida over California? You're going to Walt Disney World after your wedding instead of Disneyland. So, if anything, you should know more about the state of Florida and Florida Championship Wrestling than I do. You want to what? Ask me about all the kinds of citrus we got right now, and I can tell you what kind of citrus is coming from where. And we're having a frost problem that we have no strawberries coming in. I will give you a rundown of every freaking produce item that has been affected due to the cold weather down in California, down in Florida, as of right now. 
Yeah, but but that's because you're the king of produce down there in Rochester, not because you are any. You know what? Yeah, yeah, never mind. Never mind. It's okay. I'm not gonna engage in this, Jimmy. You have anything else for us tonight? Uh, I think I need to. I think I need to think of something to talk about before you guys, uh, you know, you know, uh, kill each other over produce over here. Produce is produce is my world as of right now. Yeah, the PWO Produce World Order. There it is. Am right. There it is, man. Uh, you guys are nuts. But uh, you know, what did you? Uh, you know, I I really think that from last year's SmackDown that I went to, I think this year's was like a, a, a much better a much better product. Obviously, you know. Um. You know, technically. Uh, last year's SmackDown was the one that you went to last week, but uh, I know what you're saying. Well, you know what I'm talking about, you know. Yeah. Well, what, 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 you know, did you start telling people last week that you saw to you next year too, like, what, like you know, like you know, like it was the last day of elementary school, you know, before the year was over? Uh, no, 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 I did not. All right, gotcha. All right. All right. Well, gentlemen, I, I think it's I think it's time for uh time for me to sign off. Get some music. All right, then. Let's go. All right, folks. That was Jimmy Z. Flipping it with Jimmy Yes, it is fantastic. Fantastic. And now we have one more call to get to, and quite frankly, it is our most important call. But before we do, did you have anything to say, Justin? I don't know. I, I believe uh, I believe this man has been almost with us from the very beginning, even though he had slight problems calling in for the, the first, first couple, uh, couple of inaugural shows. Kept dialing the wrong did, number. Wait, did you did you just say inaugural? Inaugural. Yeah. yeah that, that's what I thought. But yes, this man has been with us from uh, day one on the, from the uh, from the podcast days, and uh, it is none other than our, our super fan, our super fan, Garth. Garth, buddy, you there? Uh, yeah, I'm here. Hey, what's going on? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year too. What's going on, buddy? Uh. Oh, not much. I'm just, yeah, just preparing for, I'm still looking at my resolutions for the, for the new year. What you got going? So, uh, I, actually, I, actually, I want to get right into it real quick before we go any yeah. farther. Mr. Dakaris. Yeah. I want you, I want you to know that, I hope you saw the opening of Raw. With that three minutes of Michael Cole in the beginning, if they start off every Raw with three minutes of Michael Cole in 2011, do you know how much ratings that will cause? It will just be astronomical, just because all the coal miners will be tuning in for the first three minutes of that show. And I knew that you were sitting right there, and when you read the news of John Cena getting injured, I know it hurt a little bit, but I knew it felt a little bit good on my side, just because I know that Michael Cole had to sit there and report that, even to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, after that, I, I just knew everything what he said after. I mean, how would you like to start off every show with three minutes of Michael Cole and his coal miners? I'll pass. 
<laughs> Bullshit. <laughs> but then so I, I pray. What's on your? Oh, going ahead, dude. Oh no, no, no! I'm, I'm done. I'm done right now. I'll save my ranting in a couple minutes. Karis, what's on your yeah. mind as it relates to uh, the wrestling scene right now? Oh, okay. First, uh, um, Raw last night. Um, kick. Uh, I was pretty once. I mean, before Raw was on, I yeah, I read like they were gonna kick it off with a with the WWE title match. I was like, what? Oh, are they gonna kick it off the show with the WWE title match? I'm like, wow. And then, and it was it was it was a good match. It was good, but but at the same time, I'm just mad that they. They build up Morrison just in a, in a little time, and then now he's not even the number one contender. Now Orton's back to being the number one contender by the end of the night. I'm like, oh, great. Like, at Rumble, we're going to get another Miz Orton match. I'm like, oh, oh my God. And and I'm, I'm wondering, like you said, now with SmackDown, um, this Friday with Kane and Edge with the last man standing match, it makes me think, like, like er, I know they're going to get a different contender um, facing Edge going into the Rumble. So, so. And um, on that, uh, yeah, with the Cena injury, I'm I'm hoping he's all right. Um, because I mean, I really want to see him in Atlanta. So I mean, I didn't. I mean, so I really hope he makes it. I hope the injury's not too serious. And if it is, then I'll be all like, okay. Because as we know, every time we're after all, isn't he? What? Isn't he your boy too? What boring? No, your boy. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, he's my one of my boys after all. Yeah, because there you go. I mean, I I I felt a little bit bad, but then I felt good knowing. Cause you know, I'm a pro Cena hater, so I was quite happy to see mm-hmm, him go away yeah. for about a week. Because it's good to give you have too much of a good thing. You can't have it every single day. So it's kind of like being a little kid. You take a little here, then you have to put it away, wait, come back. It makes you feel more thankful for what you got instead of having it every freaking day of your life. Yeah, well, I'm not like the little Kitty Cena fans, though. I mean, I still I still understand, yeah, you know, like I know, all, like you, that you'd be happy that he's hurt. I mean, and, I, and I'm just like, come on. Like, well, I'm, not, I'm not happy that he got hurt. I'm just happy that he won't be living on TV for the first week. Oh, I mean, yeah. Well, he was around this like, time. He wasn't. He wasn't on TV. Remember, like a year ago, he wasn't even on TV because he had to go to that Fiesta Bowl last year. I know, and that's how I wanted to start it off every yeah. freaking year. Okay. <laughs> if I start off, like I said, if we start off every year with a coal miner report. <laughs> if we start, and then we will be perfectly fine. Hmm. Yeah, and now. Oh, oh, oh! TNA last um last last Thursday, my my, my favorite uh, statement was like what made me laugh out loud. The most was pretty much the Matt and Rain Mickey James segment. I was saying like, yeah, you know she was that was pretty funny. Huh? Oh, no, I said that was pretty funny when when uh when Madison was pretty much uh saying that uh. Mickey was, uh, you know, she was like kind of a uh, trailer park, park really hot girl or whatever, and she just got 
finished eating like a, a whole pot of cornbread and like yeah that that was actually kind of fun. Mm. But then the better part was you know was Mickey actually shipping Asmari down to like her Bronte's and that was actually pretty good too. Anyway, um yeah so that was pretty funny I dug that. Oh and um yeah oh with the with the war I'm coming up I mean. Like I, I still haven't thought like who's gonna win it and stuff. So I'm like, I, I'm, I really don't know who's gonna win it. So I, I really hope that someone good wins, and I hope the winner of that rumble, I know actually wins. I know the match and stuff because I know for the past three years, like with Cena, Edge, and Orton, yeah, they go on to win the match and yet they don't win the title at that at the following WrestleMania. It just like makes the Rumble lose its meaning to me. So, so it was like they all won the Rumbles for nothing. And I mean, so, because I did say if they if they pulled that again with th- this year, I mean, with the Royal Rumble winner of this year and stuff, at Tomania and stuff, then I'm just like, I'm just going to give up with the Royal Rumble. I'm just going to stop watching the Rumble. You know, it's one of my favorite pay-per-views and stuff. But it's just like, it's like, what's the point? Justin? Hey, Justin. I don't know if he's still there or not, but yeah. Um, I, I don't know. You know, t- t- time is going to tell, you know, what they do in the weeks leading up to and the rumble itself. Um, I'm not sure who's going to win it. Um, I, you don't know you know, who's going to go on to Mania and, you know, in whatever title matches or anything like that. So it'll be interesting to see for sure what they do. Any cars, are you still there? Yeah, yeah, I'm still there. Mm-hmm. All right, all right, cool. I, I thought I was talking to myself for a minute. No, 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 I, I hear you. All right, cool. Cool, man. Anything else on your mind tonight, dude? Oh, oh yes. Um, with with the CM Punk deal, yeah, with him turning on Bear, I, was, I I just I just knew that was gonna happen. That was no shot there. I was like, yep, he got full control of the Nexus and he kicked Bear out to the curb. <laughs> yeah, and um, <laughs> yeah, and, and I'm like, yeah, now that now that Punk like like a ton of that of the new management, so I was like, well, see where they go from here up until Mania and stuff. So. And, and, and another big thing with um um oh, and, oh with SmackDown um this Friday with uh, Alberto Del Rio and Rey Mysterio yeah the two out of three falls match yeah that should be really good and, and pretty much put the kibosh on that rivalry since they were feuding the, pretty much most of the rest of 2010 it's time like yeah for them to move on. No. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That is true. Well, what do you think about uh, our troop making you know, making his return last night? Uh, I was, I was, pretty, well. I was pretty okay, happy with it. But too bad he got beat, though. Too bad. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> that is true. That's true. Um, like we talked about earlier on in the show. Raw guys are appearing on SmackDown. SmackDown guys are appearing on Raw. And Alberto Del Rio, when I first, you know, when 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 I first saw him, you know, I I thought to myself, well, that's kind of random. 
And and then just kind of sub, subconsciously, I thought to myself, okay, wait a minute. They're bringing in the guy that's from Mexico, you know, has a lot of money, wealthy, all that kind of stuff. But they bring in the Mexican guy, and I just realized right at that moment that they were in Phoenix, Arizona. And it just kind of clicked right then, like, wait a minute. Are you still talking? Here, it, yes, I am, naturally. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah, well, well yeah, see, because I, I, I went to you, and you didn't say anything, so I kind of had to go Well, you know, I'm at my place of employment right now, working, talking on the phone, which are two sacrilegious things right now. So I'm trying to give you the yeah. best that I can give you right now. Well, you could have said, "Hey, guys, uh, just just hold on one one second while while I uh, while I take this crate of uh, of, uh, of of lettuce to the next room." You could have said that. But Where's no. the fun in that? I don't know. You work there. Oh, the car still on the line? What? Well, yeah, I'm still oh, yeah, on he's the here. line. Okay, all right. I'm just making sure. I just want to know if I just wanted to know if this is the year that you you convince yourself that Michael Cole is the greatest announcer in the history of the WWE or not. Oh God, never, never, ever, ever. Well, that's uh, well. You have to think about it. He, he, are he, my, how many my, other announcers? Yeah. How many other announcers are out there that can host all three shows at once? Nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah. I would rather hear what's his name, Josh Matthews. I mean, I mean, he wasn't always that bad. I mean, at least he was okay. Yeah, I, I like his word. I know he got better, like defending against Cole and stuff. So I see why that they switched him out with Todd with him. So, and you better watch out for the bloody nose that he often gets too. <laughs> it only happened once or twice, dude. No trip. Yeah, I'm just calling to like I see it. All right, word. Oh, sure, whatever, Paul Miner. <laughs> hey, hey, do you want to be part of my new group that I'm starting? What, the coal, what, the coal miners? No, it's the Justin Timers. Oh, the Timers? Oh, what, what's, the, oh what's, what's good about that? What's good about that? I, I'm giving all my fans the opportunity. I'm giving all my fans the opportunity to be here so they can sit there and they can actually ask me all questions. I actually got a fellow... Justin Timer right next to me if you want to speak to him. Hmm. Do you want oh. me to? Oh, let. Hang on one second. Okay. We got going now. What, what, what the heck's going Hello? on over here? Hello? Hello? Uh, yeah, um, uh, apparently, um, we were told that you are a fan of uh, Justin Time. Uh, the guy... Yeah, yeah. Is this true? Yeah, I, I love him. You can ask him anything. Seriously? Yeah. What, 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 what is your re- relationship to uh, my co-host Justin Time? Um, I'm a coworker, but also a super fan, mega super fan. A mega super fan? I have called what? him to the show before, so. I'm sorry. I'm pretty. What's your name again? What? My name? Yeah. Uh, my name is Kevin. Two point Kevin, wait. Kevin 2.0. God. All <laughs> right. Yes. I remember you from a yeah, it was a while back. Man, how's it going? Apparently, 
I'm in contention for the best man slot now, since I'm such a big fan. Now that just, that just, yeah, that hits right close to the heart right there. That, that, wow. Thanks All for, right. uh, that news. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll put him back on, though. I got, I got to start. All right. All right. Yeah. Cool. All right, man. Talk to you later. All right. See, I got so many fans that follow me around the world here, even in this little town. See, that's how popular what I am. Don't realize, what people don't realize is, is that you're a manager, so te- technically you're his boss. So I'm pretty sure you're you're just paying him to say that. I am not paying anyone to say anything. He said that against, not against his will. No, you got it right the first time. He, he's saying it against his will. I said not against his will. Thank you very much. No, no, you started to say against his. You're just just disappointed that you don't have any fans like I do. You know what? I have plenty of fans. I have plenty of fans all over the world, all over the country. Your left and right hand do not count as your fans. I'm sorry. No, those aren't my fans. Those are my mistresses. Those are your super fans. Bottom line is, I have plenty of fans, and I'm... See, here is the difference between you and I, besides the fact that I'm much more good-looking. The fact is that the fact I is have that, been, believe it or not, that I have a more dominant football team as you, and we're going to find out about that on Sunday, too. You know what? The Eagles are going to destroy the pack coming up this yeah, Sunday. Wah, 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 I want the Eagles to win, man. You ain't the only one, Michael. I want Vic to get his championship ring and all that stuff. It's been long overdue. I'm going to minute, be now. behind the Eagles Sunday. So. Now, 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 wait a minute. Isn't this kind of odd? I mean, you're from, you know, Atlanta. Um, should, should, shouldn't you be, like, going against Vic right now? I mean, I, now, I, I will accept all of the support to cars. But, uh, you know, isn't Michael Vick kind of uh, not a not much of a like man out there? I say screw those people in my city who still hate him to this, to this day. It's been, like, over four years. They need to just get over it. Shit. <laughs> Bottom line, Justin, we're going to take that game on Sunday. Michael Vick is going to play like a monster. Now, I'm pretty sure, you know, the Packers are going to be okay. You know, they they, they they have a decent quarterback in Aaron Rodgers. They have a decent defense with that fool Clay Matthews. By the way, who in the hell names their kid Clay? That is a terrible mother. That mother should should, should be thrown in jail or, or, or something for being on crack when she named her kid Clay. But, dude, that Clay Matthews is a fucking monster. Hello? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. I'm just saying, Clay Matthews, man, he's, I'm surprised he didn't get nominated for Pro Bowl, personally, because that man is having such a breakout year. Yeah, he's all right. He's he did all right. He freaking. He's all right. He's averaging at least a sack and a sack and a half every freaking game. He's hey, all no. right. No, no, he's all right. He's not about to make it past the first round of the playoffs, but he's all right. Dude, he's the freaking. He's he's like the new generation of Brian Urlacher. 
Ooh, so then he's going to get injured then. Fantastic. All right, all right. I said right. the new okay. generation. I didn't say that he was going to play like that old man, but. Okay. All right. All right. It's fine. By the way, don't wish uh, injury, decapitation, or death on anybody. Just a friendly robbery here. Back to the topic at hand. Wrestling, yes. I have many I fans have. across the world. Uh, see, I don't have to brag about how many fans I You know what? You know what? All I have to do is go through the celly right now, name off all of the female admirers that that loved Kyle Cruz and Jenny. Dakaris, I know you're being so entertained by this conversation right now. Anything else from you on the wrestling front that you wanted to uh, get off your chest tonight? Oh, oh yeah, I have an- another uh, issue. Uh, oh, with, oh, with, uh, yeah, with, with Genesis coming up, I'm, I'm actually kind of disappointed with the fact that they're not going to have a world title match this year. And I'm like, it's just because I mean, cause me and my friend Chuck were talking about this the other day, and we were like, yeah, it's weird because I'm guessing the headline match is that number one contender match. I'm like, I'm just like, I don't get it. Because how can we go from last year with AJ and Angle to just Morgan and um, Anderson just for the number one contender position? So, it's just like, I just don't get it. I mean, I know all the, in the other matches I'm I'm fine with. I mean, because I know, I know sadly Kazarian is going to beat Jay Lethal for the title. Cause I, I just know it's going to happen. And with the Williams and Styles match, I, I don't know what's going to happen. It's, I'm 50 50 on that. It's like AJ might get fell back or AJ might be gone. So, and and um, and, and, I'm, and I can't and I can't wait for the um, James and Reigns match. Cause, and I, I know I'm a, um, you know, my my baby girl J- James to win. You know, I like Reigns too, but I want James to kick off the new year right. So. Absolutely. I'm looking forward uh, to uh, actually all of the matches that that you say, even the Matt Morgan, Mr. Anderson match. Yeah, I'm disappointed that the title is on the line. But, hey, guys. I'm still here. I didn't ask if you were here or not. But, thank you for uh, I, I Believe it or not, I actually, as much as I love having the after-hours party by myself, I need to actually get going. You finally need to get to work. I I understand. I understand that. I'm, I'm glad that you approve of this. All right. I, hey. Uh, no, me. I uh, I would approve if you were never on the show at all. But that's that's another story. Well, you could, truthfully, fans, believe it or not, you know how many times that I actually get phone calls of poor Mr. Cruz going, "You're not going to be in the show this week. How am I going to survive?" You know, I have to sit there. I need to. I, I need to sit there. I need to console the man. Tell him it's going to be okay. Tell him that no, pretty soon he'll be back. Right now. You know, now you just give me a couple extra minutes. So I have to sit here, console the poor man. Tell him that it's going to be okay. He'll be up in Rochester in about 31 days or less than now for him. Are you done? Soon, he'll be up here. He'll be up here, being nice and cold and. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know because your your old friend uh, Kevin 2.0 saying uh, saying that uh, he's new competition to be your best man. So oh, I this don't know. is true. But I love competition. Competition, you know, is the greatest thing out there. So you got to start pulling out some punches. Otherwise, you know, Mr. 
2.0 here might be stepping out, taking the, the ring and, you know, standing up there against me. But there's, there's no harm in being, like, in second place, being a groomsman. No no hard feelings. Hey, hey, hey quite frankly, I'm like... The How do you know my me? uncle? What are you talking about? Quite frankly, that's my uncle's name. I have yet to meet your entire family. I'm sure I will, will meet them at the wedding if I do end up uh, being your best man. Because, essentially, at this point, it, it's best man or nothing. So, uh, you got to think about that. That's a nice little cliffhanger for you uh, to uh, get you to your ship. But, just saying. Just saying. Very true. Just, but, right. but I believe it or not, I do have to go. Uh, the cars, as always, hope to talk to you more in 2011. Yeah, I'll yeah, I will. There's no shame in admitting your your closet, you know, your inner closet, Michael Cole. Let him come out whenever you want to. He's he hmm. does exist inside of us, so it's okay. I'll be I'll be the first to make make out a Justin Timer shirt for you and a future coal miner shirt too, just for you. Oh. You can keep some coal mines, sir. I wouldn't mind a Justin Timer one. See? See? I just got... Wait a minute. What is this? See? I got... See? I got... See? See? I got fans all over the place now. You just lost one there. No, I'm still Michael's fan, too. Yeah. Oh, you can only be one or the other here, because we expect anything less. Yeah, see... See, uh... That's okay. That's okay to cars. Hey, we can be split. That's fine. You know, you 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 can be uh, Justin Times fan. That that's fine. I don't. No, no, man. I'm like, I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll allow it. I'll, no, I'll no, allow it. no I'm okay. like, I still like it too, man. Come on. Well, well, you you two fight over fan supremacy. I need to get talking now. <laughs> yeah, you you you've been saying that for the, for the past hour now. So hurry the hell up and get on. All right. Have a good night, you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah, 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 yeah. Michael Cole for president. No. That's it. He's on mute just in time. <laughs> I don't even know if he will be here next week, but we'll see. Maybe he might join us. We'll see. But uh, the, the cars, man. Uh, first of all, sorry you had to endure that that little bitch fit from my co-host. But anything else uh, on on the wrestling front that you wanted to say before you get out of here, dude? Yeah, um, yeah, with the SmackDown main event for the last of 2010, yeah, that was a good match, and yeah, of course, man, until the end, and when Ziggler somehow won, I'm like, damn, I really thought Kofi had it, I really thought he had it once again, but all I'm going to say is that this year, 2011, it, it will be my boy's year for sure this time, and I hope that once he wins the IC title, then Takes his get his momentum back and stuff after that, and hopefully he'll get the push back that he should have got in 2010. Hopefully, you know, it seemed at the end of 2009 that Kofi Kingston was on the fast track. You know, like when when uh, when he, he had that Madison Square Garden moment where he leapt off of the uh, off of the guardrail uh, onto Randy Orton. Uh, that 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 was. You know, 
that was the pinnacle of his push at that point, and uh, they just cooled off, off of him uh, in, in 2010, and hopefully 2011 will be a different year for him. He still gets like you know consistently one of the top you know top three or four pops on the show, no matter who's on there, and uh, hopefully. He'll get a shot with with the IC belt, and then maybe, just maybe, you know, towards the latter part of the year, he can get himself a world title uh, shot or at least remain in that mix because uh, he is too good of a talent to pass up. Yeah, because I do not want him to fall in MVP's foot. But Lux Bacopi is still young, so. Yeah, he's still young. He's still young, so yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. All right, dude. Anything else, man? Uh, oh, and um, <clears throat> oh, with the uh, with the you, oh dang, with the oh oh with the Kong signing with WWE, I was very surprised when I heard that announcement. I'm like, I'm like, tell me this is not serious. I'm like, awesome Kong gonna be. WWE, and I'm like, oh, man, I'm like, I wonder what show she's going to be on. I mean, I mean, think of the, I mean, possibilities. I mean, maybe they can get Gail to, I know, finally get over because, you know, how their history in TNA and stuff, because I wouldn't mind them renewing the rivalry and stuff, and I would, and I'm like, and I would like to see Beth and Congo at it, her or Natalia, Melina, I know, my top four. So I'm like, geez, that would be endless. I know she can destroy the rest of them. Yeah, you know, awesome. Go ahead, dude. Oh yeah, I was gonna say she can just, and that means yeah that that even though she, I hate the, even though I hate her guts. I mean, Michelle McCool is good. Even though I hate the fact she stole AJ's move and stuff, and 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 of course, Punk Layla too. Yeah, um, on, on, on the, uh, on the, uh, the, uh, Awesome Kong signing, you know, she, I think, is, you know, she's obviously way different than any, uh, of the divas currently on the roster right now. It seems like there is more of a wrestler emphasis, uh, in the divas division, you know, um, Molina just turn, turning heel, Natalia, the current Divas champion, Beth, Beth Phoenix, Michelle McCool, uh, all in the mix. Um, you know, I'm still not 100% happy with how they're pushing uh, 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 um, uh, Gail Kim, but with Awesome Kong coming in, maybe they can rekindle that feud, but maybe not. I mean, they, maybe the Fed doesn't want, you know, to rekindle some of TNA's old magic, uh, so maybe they just might go in a completely opposite direction. You never know what's going to happen, um, but uh, the Divas, I, 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 I think that they've they've done more good overall in the past couple of months than negative. I mean, there was a stretch where every single time I saw Lay Cool, I wanted to turn off the TV, and most times I did. And uh, you know, now I think that the Divas, as a whole, they're 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 okay. They're tolerable. They're at least watchable now. Yeah, because mm, yeah, I know that. I mean, since like, the TLC match, I was very impressed how that went. And, and, and yeah, because like the first 
a few views matches that weren't bathroom breaks. So, absolutely. Yeah. So, hopefully, it will continue from here on out. Because I mean, because I mean, because they because re- I see they realize that their their views matches have been work crap. I mean, and then like they need, they need to start getting people. I mean, back interested in that stuff. And with the NXT season, season three with, with Naomi and AJ, I hope they get on the roster soon because their their match at, on NXT season three was the best match, one of the best even matches of that year. Or better yeah, the whole season of NXT, in my opinion, because they kept the crowd interested. The crowd was very behind them, both of them. You know, I read somewhere that Naomi got a shot. Uh, on a SmackDown house show either last week or maybe it was the week before Christmas. Uh, I'm not sure. But Naomi got a tryout. She worked a dark match. I think she was either in a Diva Battle Royal or she teamed up with Layla uh, at a SmackDown house show. And, um, you know, she was working heel. And I don't know what the reviews were on that match, but, you know, it seems like they see up in Naomi, and also on the the uh, NXT alum front, Percy Watson got a shot at the same house show, so we may see uh, former NXT talents uh, on the Raw and SmackDown roster uh, coming in the next few weeks or months here, so um, I, I think things may be looking good for Naomi. AJ haven't seen too much from her, but Percy Watson and Naomi for sure look like they might be getting a shot, uh, might be getting a chance on the main roster coming up a little while. Yeah, no, I can't I can't wait to see my girl Naomi, who I like to, to dub as the Nicki Minaj of the WWE. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, she is. Well, to me, she is with her hair, and I was like, "Yeah, so and she can rap too." Yeah, hopefully, with her theme song, be kick ass. Hopefully, it'll be pumped up. Like one of the few views things I can pump up to get pumped up for. Hopefully, <laughs> yeah, hopefully, hopefully. yeah. Because I seen her FTW match with AJ, and I'm like, once again. Good. I'm happy she was the FCW Views champion and stuff. And I'm like, and she deserves it. I mean, I really hope they give her the Divas power when she gets there, hopefully soon. Because she can, she can go, man. She she is the most athletic, yeah, diva I've ever seen. I know. So, so I really, I mean, I hope I know her mic skills are good, but but she she'll she'll probably get better with that. So better than she ever imagined. And. And oh, with Percy Watson, I was like, oh, and I'm like, I hope he, hope he, he still does good too. So I'm like, yeah, because it's been a while since, yeah, with that whole messed up season two ending debacle. Oh my god, it was to me it was cluster fuck of an ending. Yeah, I was just yeah, that was all over good the place. Happened. It was a sloppy mess. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. Oh man, that was not good. But all right, the. Cars, man. I know that uh, that uh, we've been on the line for a minute here, but we gotta wrap things up. Any more things for you to get to before uh, we uh, talk next week? Uh, uh, that's all I wanted to say for tonight. All right, yeah, man. But all right. Oh, oh, what? Go ahead, Cars. Oh, I just, I just wanted to say, I really hope that um, with the world, I hope we get a good card, and I, and I hope. 
whoever wins it will will make my trip to WrestleMania worthwhile. So, who headlines it and all right, good stuff. And earlier with that, um, what was that? Who was that guy you were talking to earlier tonight uh, in the first uh, hour? Are you talking about? Um, let's see. It was either Jimmy Z or Marvin Hermanstein from ProWrestling.net. Yeah, Marvin. Yeah. Yeah, with the, yeah, with the, oh, yeah, with how, like, we now, if I go to one of those events and stuff, yeah, I can't be saying how I feel and stuff, this is all a bunch of kids, kids with their parents and stuff, and then same with the signs, too, it's like, I gotta watch what I say on the sign, because I don't want to get taken up on my hard work into it and stuff, so I'm like, so I, I'm like, damn, I hate, I hate that, too, but, you know, like, if I want to, yeah, enjoy myself, so I'm like, so I'm like I'm, I'm gonna try like I mean I'm I am gonna make some good signs pretty much some signs that I know that they haven't seen yet before I I mean I'm gonna bring my Kofi and um, Sheamus signs if they're on the car hopefully because yeah I know Sheamus will definitely be on the car and I'm bringing that sign brought to the house from I mean at Albany over a year ago and and with the Kofi sign I'm, I'm, I might. Keep, bring that one, or I may make a whole new new Kofi sign to make it better than my last sign. And, and I'm going to make an anti-mid sign. I might do what everyone's been doing with the hello sticker and put my own spin on it. I could say, like, hello, you're, you're a douchebag, or, or hello, you're <laughs> awful. Or I, I was going to say punk ass, but I, I don't want to get my sign taken up. Or I could say jackass or something like that. I don't even uh, think they will let you uh, put the word ass on a uh, on a sign that will probably get you kicked out. But you never know. I like to see you try it, so I, I you never know. You never know. Well, I'll just go with douchebag then, because I know they can't kick me out for that, because, I mean, it's not even a bad word. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I mean, it, the Fed is very uh, selective to the, you know, to the signs that they let in, and um, while douchebag isn't exactly a uh, bad word, um, some kids or some parents might find that word offensive, and they might not let it in. I, you never know. Never know. Mm, but, yeah, but, but that's just that. on my mind for right now. It, yeah, it, it may change since, like you pointed out, with now with everybody being punks now. I mean, uh, I feel like I feel like a Friday scenario with this because <laughs> movie Friday with yo know, oh what's the name crazy dad was like like kids the kids today are nothing but punks and sissified. <laughs> sissified, uh, yeah yeah, man that movie was actually on not too long ago man I actually like Friday, you know I I like Friday the best then Friday after next and then next Friday. It wasn't like uh, next Friday was, was was all that bad, but I just liked the first one the best, and then Friday after next, and then uh, then next Friday. That that that's kind of how it works for me. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I, okay, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, after this, then I'll, I'll be done for the night. Oh, yeah. My my dad is like uh, like those movies. Well, well, Friday was his number one, so. Yeah, it's his favorite out of the three. Cause pretty much, yeah. Cause to me, Smokey carried that movie. He was, he was perfection. Yeah, all that good stuff. And Chris Tucker is one of my favorite actors. So, so I'm like, I'm worried about him now with the tax and stuff. I'm like, all these other actors not paying their tax. I'm like, damn. As much money you have, you can't pay for your damn taxes. I'm like, hey. 
you know, may, maybe they just wanted to meet the IRS, you know, personally. You know, I, dude, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, uh, man, it, it's it's crazy how those guys, you know, just refuse to pay their taxes. I mean, it's certainly not like like they can't afford it. But then again, you know, Chris Tucker, he, what was one thing that he did that that was recent? You know that that like made him relevant. I mean, it's been a minute since he's been anything relevant. I mean, how like have have we seen him since like Rush Hour Three? Because I don't think I've seen him in anything, or I haven't seen his name besides you know his uh, his legal troubles. Yeah, well, I've seen him once or twice at the All Star Games. He he shows up though. Oh yeah. That is. Right. And after yeah, that, so, I just don't see him. Yeah. So he, he can afford to get you know courtside seats, but not pay his tax. I don't get it. Either way. Either <laughs> yeah, way. Yeah, I don't get it. Way. Like he got some good seats. Yeah, he can't pay no taxes. I'm like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, uh, all right man. I'm done. Uh, I'm done now. <laughs> all right. All right, all right, dude. We'll we'll uh, we'll go ahead and talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Of course. All right, man. Later. Later. Ladies and gentlemen, super fan of cars. We love to talk to him every single chance we get. Love that guy. And uh, once again, you are listening to the uh, Atomic Drop Show's After Party. You can listen to us every single Tuesday night, 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific, going for one hour and uh, anywhere between a half hour to an hour after party, located only on the archives of the Atomic Drop Show currently being hosted at uh, blogtalkradio.com slash Atomic Drop Show and at radiodt.com. That is radiodt.com, which is home to the Atomic Drop Show and Steel Cage Radio, along with Rebel Guard Radio, Empire Wrestling Federation Radio, and the Chaos Podcast. Once again, radiodt.com. We will have more information on our transition to that website and their server uh, for our live shows in the next few weeks. Big shout-out to all of our callers tonight. Just in time, my co-host, the car has got to love him, Jimmy Z, Marvin Hermanson from ProWrestling.net. I know we had two callers that we just couldn't get to. Evan McLeod from NWA New York was on the line, but he, but, uh, but he uh, had other engagements that he had to get to. Also, K. Ross Covington uh, called in for a little while, couldn't get him on the air, and, 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 uh, and, and he dropped off in the latter moments of the show. Um, of course, he... I believe he has a show that's coming up this weekend, uh, so you can uh, search him out. Just type in K. Ross Covington. Uh, many things will pop there, so uh, be sure to uh, check his stuff out. And this is a show that I am fully throwing my support behind. Uh, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. That's right, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. Uh, they have their tapings for KDOC coming up this Saturday. It is going down this Saturday night uh, from the Showcase Regent, uh, sorry, uh, it's going down from the Regent Showcase Theater. I need to get the name of the theater right. Going down from the Regent Showcase Theater this Saturday night, January 8th. All of the information on that show is located at nwahollywood.com. That is nwahollywood.com. And uh, once again, the Showcase Theater 614 North Obrea Avenue in Los Angeles, California, 90036. And it is going down at 4 p.m. special matinee bell time, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. Saturday night matinee wrestling. All tickets 
$15. It is the best value in wrestling today. You get to see some fantastic wrestlers and some fantastic wrestling action like only the, the NWA can provide you. It is just an unbelievable experience. NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood at the Showcase Theater this Saturday night, January 8th, 2011. Once again, it is $15 all ages of a general admission available at the door. They are The tickets are on sale now uh, at SaveFans.com. That is SaveFans.com. You can search NWA Wrestling or by calling 888-326-7697. Once again, the number is 888-326-7697. And a portion of the proceeds from this event will go to benefit the Life Group LA. So this is a benefit show to support a great cause, and you will see some fantastic wrestling action as well. Here is uh, just a few of the matches that were announced for this blockbuster show. You will see the Rock Nest Monsters, as they will take on the tribe along with Olivia. You will also see the Rock Superstar Chaos go toe-to-toe with Willie Mack. And you will also see the first-ever Valentine's Day Invitational Battle Royal. More than 20 men will take part in this extravaganza with the winner securing a shot at the NWA World Heavyweight Championship. We'll be the last man standing and find himself with a chance of a lifetime. Be there on January 8th to find out. You will also see the brand-new and controversial NWA Heritage Tag Team Champions National Selection as they take on, well, anybody. They want to. They want to prove their. They want to prove their tag team superiority and have issued an open challenge to any team in the NWA except the Rock Nest Monsters. Who will answer the call? What will Rock Nest Monsters have to say about this blatant disrespect? Find out. You will also see a double Austin Aries. He looks Avengers lost at the last taping as he takes on Scorpio Sky. Can Sky pull out the win one more time and go two for two against Aries, or will Aries? not the series up at 1-1. Now, the main event is scheduled, and the reason why I say scheduled it is because on Twitter, NWA Hollywood reported, by the way, their name, at NWA Hollywood, simple as that, at NWA Hollywood on Twitter, and NWAHollywood.com, they reported that the World Heavyweight Champion, Scrap Iron, Adam Pierce. He's injured, and he is in jeopardy for Saturday's KDOC TV tapings. We hope to have details soon. Uh, we haven't heard anything to this point, but hopefully he will be in, uh, in, in stable enough condition to make the show and make a title defense against Hollywood's own Joey Ryan. Can Joey recreate the success he's had in tag team bouts against Pierce in a one-on-one setting with the famous 10 pounds of gold at stake? Find out this Saturday Four humongous main events in the first taping of 2011, NWA Championship Wrestling from Hollywood. For all your information, NWA-related, check out NWAHollywood.com, NWAWrestling.com, and don't forget to visit our good friend, J-Cal, owner of Alliance-Wrestling.com, and uh, also of SoCalOnCisa.com. J-Cal runs Alliance-Wrestling.com, and he also hosts Alliance Radio. You can follow him on Twitter, 